Welcome to Good Enough-ish. I'm Brooke Forey. And I'm Amanda Jefferson. We are two organization-loving friends sharing tips, strategies, real-life experiences, and fails of trying to be good enough-ish at everything we juggle in life. I own Indigo Organizing. I help busy people simplify their lives at home and at work. I co-own Curious & Company Creative, a branding design firm, and I created the Balance Bound Planner that helps you get organized and prioritize self-care. You can find us on Instagram at goodenough.ish, and you can find the show notes over at goodenoughish.com. If you have questions, comments, or ideas for future episodes, email us at goodenoughishpodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 484-440-9498. So let's start the show. Let's do it. Hello, Brooke. Hello, Amanda. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. Oh, my gosh. You're wearing buffalo plaid. I am, as promised. And I I am not. You're not. But your husband and your dog are. (laughs) So we'll have a nice little family photo. (laughs) You guys should. You should sit in front of our tree awkwardly. How confusing would that be for people? Let's do it. Like, is Brooke now with Fernando? (laughs) (laughs) That's really funny. Yeah, that'd okay. be pretty confusing for a lot of people. I do yeah, have, <laughs> I do have buffalo plaid, uh, but it's a pajama shirt, which I'm in my own living room right now. There's no reason why I couldn't put that on. But I mean, what's truly going to be the difference? Like mine is a flannel buffalo plaid shirt that yeah. probably looks just like your pajama shirt. So it's pretty similar. Who would really know? Yeah, nobody would know. Maybe on the break, I'll go up and do a little switcheroo, and then we'll all get a family photo in front, in of, front of the tree, of the and Christmas I will look like your child <laughs> because. I'm shorter. <laughs> yeah, I'll make you hold yeah. like a squishmallow or something yeah. to look like. I did enjoy sitting on the squishmallow the last time I was oh, here. I needed a little booster that. seat. Oh, yeah, because remember. the microphone was taller that time. Oh, we were at a different table. Yeah. I felt like, uh, yes, I just, my <laughs> petiteness was not helping me out. So, yes. yeah. Uh, Amanda. He brought us our wawa lattes. I did. I have to say. So I have some like big updates just in terms of the fact that I am now a full-fledged coffee drinker, not just lattes. So I think the whole thing, my 42 years of life, I just needed to work backwards. I needed to start with like the fancy lattes. It was your gateway. It was my gateway. So this, these lattes that I picked up today, I think this is the first time I've bought lattes at Wawa since I was here three weeks ago mm-hmm. or whenever I was last here to record. It's so our little ritual. It's our, our little, little ritual. ritual. But so I'll, I'll tell you a little bit more about my coffee journey. But first I want to tell you, listen, this is not strictly a Wawa podcast, but you know it's that getting I'm, there. <laughs> I love to sing the praises of the Wawa, but I want to explain one more reason why they are superior. So Wawa and Target, you know how I feel about their apps. Like they're just, the user experience is so seamless. So in the past, I've done the Wawa online order, and then I go to the Wawa that's like five to 10 minutes from my house. Yeah. So when I'm on my way here, yes. I stop, our cof- our lattes are ready by the time I get there. Yes, it's I go a inside, well-oiled machine. I bring yes. them out to my car. I'm good. They also have a curbside pickup option. Yes. Have I used that when I haven't truly needed yes, you it? you have. Absolutely. Yes. I've. I've paid my dues. I've earned that What's the definition feature. of not truly needing it? You know what I mean? Right, right. Yeah. Yes. There are certain days that I yes. truly need someone Correct. to deliver my $4 Wawa latte to my window to feel a little bougie. Yeah, they need you a know? little fresh air. You know, <laughs> they do. Yeah. So as I was 
ordering on the app from my house, I also thought, oh, my gas tank's almost empty, so I'm also going to stop at this Wawa and get gas. Yes. Well, guess what? You can get curbside delivery not just to the curb, but to your pump. To your pump. So did I choose that option? Of course you did. Yes, I did. While I was pumping my gas, did a nice gentleman come out with two salted caramel lattes (sighs) in hand and hand them to me? He did. And it was... I would have burst into tears. (laughs) It just was one of those things, like, I kind of wanted to hug him. I didn't, because he looked like a young man who would maybe be startled by that. Yeah. Yeah. He might have to file a claim somewhere if he did that. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, Brooke? I'm like, that's me. And he just handed me my cups and said, have a great day. And I put them in the cup holders in my car while my gas was still pumping. And I didn't have to lose a second of my day. I feel like he could have also said to you, like, Brooke, you're doing a great job. I mean... Would it have been nice to have that addition? It would. Maybe I will add that feedback in the app. That like, could you also give me some words yeah. of affirmation? <laughs> because we all need that right now. Right. Like with your order, you could say, when you bring my drink, could you also say, oh my gosh. Brooke, you're doing a great job. They do have a little section for an additional thing. I will say my only complaint, and it's a small one, but when they bring them out to you, they don't always have the little cardboard cozy that. Right. Yeah. So yeah. my hands were a little extra warm little for those. Now you're going to sue Wawa <laughs> yeah. for scorched hands. I would never. <laughs> <sighs> so let me tell you, I went to Target the other day mm-hmm. for my curbside pickup. And you know, you can say, I'm on my way. And when you click that, I'm on my way, they say, do you want us to bring Starbucks out with your order too? Because <gasps> if it is a yes, if it is a Target that has Starbucks, you can say Yes, I do. And they will bring you a Starbucks with your order. And have I done it, Brooke? Yes. This is news to me. My Target has a Starbucks, but it's on a separate floor because our Target has two floors and it has the cart escalator, which is a super exciting feature. Yeah, I know which one you're talking about. Springfield West. West. Actually, the regular Springfield Target there's two within yes. a mile and a half. It's of very each bizarre. Other. It is, but you know they're what? both always packed. Always, it's Delco, man. It's Delco. Yeah, Delco we love Target and the Wa. Yeah, but um, yeah. So maybe they don't offer that feature because the Starbucks is in a totally right. separate area. But wow, I know. I mean, they just they know us. They do. It's like they know us. So they really do. I just I wanted to share that exciting Wawa development (sighs) for all of our listeners who are local enough that they have Wawas. I I think Wawa goes like all the way down to Florida now. Yeah, it's it's strictly East Coast. Yeah, but they do. It's the whole East Coast. I think. And I've heard I have more love for Wawa too because I've heard through the grapevine that it's a very great place to work. Yeah. I've heard that as well. I know someone who has like she like, worked at one of their stores in high school, and now she works for the corporation. Yeah, like I and think the corporate like, culture is really, yeah, is really great. One of my favorite clients, hi Linda, I bet she's listening. She worked at Wawa Corporate for a really long time. Has mm. lots of Wawa merch, okay, well. in her life, and um, many of which she decluttered mm-hmm. amazingly. And she loved working at Wawa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, who wouldn't? So more to love, Brooke. There is more to love. More to love. Um, I've had a lot of caffeine already, so I was a little bleh. Yeah. Um, Speaking of Wawa merch, Brooke, real exciting developments on the merch end for us. Real exciting. How cute is it, Brooke? I feel like, oh my gosh, which one is the applause? This one. Brooke. Aw. That's for you. Thank you. Because the merch looks amazing. It looks super cute. Yeah. 
Did I design some of it at 1 a.m. the day that we were launching because we mentioned it on the podcast <laughs> and realized that we had to have it live that day? Yes, I did. Yes, you did. Let's, but I think sometimes creatives work best under pressure. I did. And I was watching a cute show while I did it, a new yeah. show to me um, from scratch, if anybody's seen that, with Zoe Saldana. Mm. Just a little plug for that. It was, yeah. an, it was an enjoyable watch, like while doing something else. You yeah. Know, sometimes nice um, and easy. Nice and easy. But yeah, I'm super happy with the merch. We've had a handful of orders so far. The orders are starting to arrive to our customers. Yes. So let us know how it turned out for you. Share on social, tag us. Yeah, all that I good love stuff. the sweatshirt with just the really big good enough-ish. Like mm -hmm. it's like good enough-ish university, which you've all been accepted to. Congratulations. If you, <laughs> like literally everyone is accepted because you're all good enough-ish. Yeah. Yes. I know that was my that was my 11th hour design um, yeah. that I was really happy with. So you ordered me the most. Right, the good enough-ish mug that's, mug that's coming to me in the next couple of weeks. Getting myself a sweatshirt. Yeah, yeah we we get to order some and the, it should be fine. T-shirt. I'm gonna no, just a sweatshirt, sweatshirt. so far. But yep. if you want me to add a t-shirt, I can whip that up. And well, that's what we were talking about, Brooke, on the way uh, before we started recording today. There's so many cute things, mm -hmm. merch options, mm -hmm. like a journal, perhaps in the future. Mm -hmm. Good enoughish journal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. The so. options are endless. So tell us what you want. Yes, and tell we'll us make what it. you want. <laughs> we will make, Brooke will make I it. I will design it. Printful, our lovely luck. partner in merch, will make it. But yeah, it's just, it's so fun to just experiment with it. And like, if you do look at the shop, make sure you click on an item to see the different colors that yes. are available. The sweatshirts and t-shirts have, the sweatshirts, I think we've got like, got like four or five yeah. color options. The t-shirts, there it's I mean, I haven't even chosen every color that they have available. Wow. I put together a nice little palette, but there's several options. If you mm. like green, there's green. If you like I do like green black, because it's black. part of my moonlit winter palette, mm -hmm. our moonlit winter palette, and I don't wear it enough. Yeah. It's so a nice Kelly green. Oh, Kelly. Yeah, I need yeah. to get myself up. Yeah. So check it out. Oh, yeah. and there's also, I might get myself the tie-dye beanie. Mm. That's cute, too. Yeah, that is really yeah. cute. So, you know, that might I be a summer camping purchase, you mm. know, for those. Because my hair, well, I know you're looking at me like, in why summer? summer? Yeah. Okay, maybe not summer, but like when we go camping in the spring and fall, mornings are chilly mm. and... My hair looks terrible when we camp, so a little beanie. I don't beanie. believe it. I've never seen your hair look bad. Bangs, bangs and camping are not friends. Mm. So, okay. yeah, there's a lot of detail there, but. I'm taking Paige for a haircut this weekend and she, want bang. she wants bangs. Yeah. I think we need to talk offline about that. Yeah. Because it can be, yeah, you, you need yeah. to give it a lot of thought. Her bestie just got bangs, but then she also like, it was very confusing. She was like, well, her hair looks longer since she got bangs. And I was like, well, that's because she has curly hair. And when she got it cut, they straightened it. Like, I think she thinks that along with bangs is going to come longer hair. Mm. She was like, so my hair will look longer. And I was like, no, 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 no. Let's revisit what bangs actually are because right. she's six and, you know, might need right. some explanation. So. I don't know. It might be a game time decision on Saturday when I take yeah. her for this appointment. But yeah, because like, Isabel just got curtain bangs. Yes, which is like a long Ooh. swooping yeah. thing. Yeah, and Super I think cute. she had it is cute. But she was looking at the pictures of like you know Billie Eilish, who was in the styling chair for two hours to look like that. Sure, and that's not what we're gonna look like when twenty we wake up we wake up for school twenty minutes before we have to go kind of thing. Yeah. So yeah, let's 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 talk about the banks. Let's table the banks decision. Yeah, yeah we'll see. Because I told her I'm like there are a lot of upkeep, and you already 
barely let me brush your hair in the mornings. Right. Okay. She, I mean, she tries to pressure herself, but yeah, it's questionable. So it's okay. One last thing I want to talk about, Brooke, while we're still in our little update section. It's groundbreaking science that came out this week. Groundbreaking. Which I kind of feel like the old wives' tales are correct because the science that came out, and I'm going to butcher this, but just Google it, everybody, (laughs) is that because we used to think that we would get more colds and flus and things like that in the winter because we're all inside more, we're not getting as much fresh air, the air is circulating inside, so the viruses are just circulating more. But this science showed that it is, in fact, the cold air, the cold weather that actually causes you to get more sick because when the cold air enters your nose, it essentially kills, like the nose is the first defense in Mm. the immune system. Sure. First line of defense. Makes sense. When your nose gets cold, that cold air basically kills the millions and millions of stuff that's in there, your immune fighting stuff. The millions of stuff. stuff, Is that the scientific? That's in the stuff. Uh And even if the air is nine degrees colder, it's killing all that. So all these, you know, moms are like, they are going to catch a cold. Like we used to be like, oh no, you don't get colds from cold cold. weather. Right. But But you're saying that you actually do. You actually do. So they were saying one of the reasons why masks really helped us was because it was keeping your nose warmer. Right. But my question is, so they were like, that's one more reason to wear a mask. But like, if I go outside to get the newspaper, am I supposed to put a mask on to keep my nose warm? I feel like, Brooke, there is going to be some sort of nose sock industry. Wow. Nose sock. Well, actually, the CNN article said, no, you don't need to buy a nose sock. Okay, fine. But how do you want me to keep my nose warm? Well, I mean, I don't think your two-minute walk to the end of your driveway and back for a paper is going to make that huge of a difference. So maybe we have to look further into this scientific research to see the actual amount of time it takes to kill the good – because it's killing – the cold is killing what? Like the good – so the way that they explained it, it's kind I'm of like, fascinating. I'm like, tell me again. <laughs> so it's kind of fascinating. It's like, okay, the way that I understood it is, so the cold, when you when a virus comes in to your nose, mm-hmm. there's these millions or maybe even billions of cells that attack that virus. Okay. And they glom onto it. Glom. Glom. Is that a word? Is, I, that's definitely not a scientific word, but I think is that even a, a word? I don't think it is. Anyway, continue. They adhere, mm-hmm. adhere themselves to this virus so that when that virus goes into the body, it cannot get into any anything, right? And then, so that's where the mucus forms. All of that mucus is the virus. Brooke looks really grossed out. Mm-hmm. The mucus is that virus plus all of the cells that have glommed onto it to prevent it from entering into your system. That's why we produce the mucus. Okay. What the cold does, the cold air, it kills those guys, those guys that are going to latch on to the virus. Mm -hmm. So the virus is basically just getting a one-way ticket in. Gotcha. Because those guys are killed. Interesting. 
How about that? Uh, how about that? How about that? I have no scientific. Okay. That's your scientific abstract right there. So hats, like, you know, it always used to be like, put a, a hat on, you're going to catch a cold. No, no. It's, the, it's the nose that we should be protecting. We should be worried about the nose, bro. The nose. Okay. I know. I don't have any solution. I'm just kind of blown away that these, you know. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's, let, I think you need a little bit of time to marinate on that. So let's take a break. Wait, I didn't tell Wait. you about my coffee. Oh, I mean, I we talked about the latte, but can I go back for a second? Oh, Brookie, I mean, of course, Brookie. <laughs> I do like that nickname. You okay. don't? I don't right. know if you. It's do. fine. I okay. feel like a child when people call me Brookie, Brookie, but it's fine. So, I mean, it's a, it's a very quick little story. I just need everyone to know that I'm a grown up now who drinks coffee. Yes, and I I found a nice roast from Trader Joe's that I like. Oh, that Nick goes and grinds it up. I, I don't know what he does there. Oh, so he gets you the whole bean and he grinds it. He gr Trader Joe's, they have a little, oh, the little grinder machine. That's machine. That's and fun. so, because I was like, so what do I buy when I go there? He's like, no, no, no. You have to like find the beans and then you grind them and then you put them in the can. And I'm like, you just do it. <laughs> so he did it for me. You delegated Um that. Step one, you know, I'll get there eventually and figure out how to actually do it. But I know how to make coffee in the coffee maker now. Uh, this is something I've never known how to do. It's, it's not easy. It's you got to cut the ratios. You got to right. get the ratios and got myself some creamer, which I'll talk about a little later. Mm -hmm. But so I just, I just really needed to like reemphasize that I'm a grown up who drinks coffee now. Aww. Yeah. Okay. That's awesome. <laughs> See, I don't. I drink tea because yeah. coffee makes me jittery, except for these sugary lattes. Okay. Well, because it's like mostly sugar. Right. I think. But yeah. 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 So oh. anyway, that's all I needed Welcome. to say. I just needed some time. You needed some validation. I needed a little validation. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, now we can take a break. Now we can take a break. Okay, we'll be back. Okay, bye. If you're looking for a customizable gift for someone special, look no further than Morning Fog Studios. You can get thoughtful and personalized gifts, including hand-etched glassware and more from this small, women-owned business. Amanda, I've ordered custom glassware from Morning Fog Studios as teacher gifts in the past, and they've always received rave reviews. I have a couple of glasses in my cabinet that have a lovely etched A on them, and I have to say they are a go-to in this household. At Morning Fog Studios, they make individual stencils for each glass and sandblast the design, which makes a deep etch that lasts as long as the glass does. They also work with each customer to create a gift that is personal and meaningful by celebrating a special someone, commemorating milestone events, and achievements. Check out all the customizable glassware and gifts at MorningFogStudios.com and use code GOODENOUGHISH for 20% off an item of your choice, excluding sale items. That's MorningFogStudios.com, code GOODENOUGHISH. All right, we're back. We are back. Look, we're going to talk today about, we originally were calling it scheduling fun, yeah. but I felt like that sounded more like scheduling fun. I mean. That's very type A of us. Yes. <laughs> it fits. <laughs> she um, fits merit. I think for me, it's more like, don't forget to have fun. Yes. And that means both on a daily basis and on a more regular basis, just right. having things to look forward to. Yeah. I think sometimes the scheduling of it needs to happen for type A people such as us that, such as we, such as. Such as us, I think. Such as us, um, who 
tend to be busy. We like to be busy. We like to get things done, but then sometimes that leads to burnout. So yeah, sometimes the scheduling has to happen, but Yes. Yeah. I wish I'm really, I think this year I really am going to do that list that you suggested in a recent episode of putting a list of things in your holiday bin Mm -hmm. that you want to do because I'm already not doing a bunch of things that I wish I were doing. Like I haven't made my peanut butter blossom cookies yet. Not yet. And that's my diet for December. That's essentially all I eat. Yeah. So I need to get on that. Because you, you're doing your future self a favor by your by making those cookies. Yeah, because otherwise, what am I going to eat? Regular food? <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> that's no. just ridiculous that's suggestion. That's ridiculous. <laughs> so I need to do that. And, for example, the Philadelphia Zoo has a really cool event around the holidays called Luminature, mm-hmm. which we went to last year and I loved. And it wasn't until Isabel got some ad. It was like, Mom, we have to do Luminature. I was like, oh, my gosh, yes, we do. Yeah. So I need to have that printout of all the things that I want to do. Um, but something that I'm doing, like I have something that I've put on the calendar that I'm so looking forward to. So you know I love um, indoor pools at hotels. You do. This is where your indoorsy side comes out. Controlled temperature. I I mean, but I have to say there's nothing more, there's nothing worse than an indoor pool at a hotel that's freezing. Well, I mean, how dare they? No, I want the thing to be like 90 degrees. Absolutely. It should basically be a hot tub. Correct. So anyway, we love the Logan Hotel in Philadelphia. Okay. We have been there once before and I'm always on the lookout for like nice it's right on Logan Circle, mm-hmm. which is beautiful. Logan Circle to me in Philadelphia, it looks like a European circle. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of my favorite circle in Madrid. So I got us a room. So Fernando's birthday is mid-December. So I got us a room and I sprung $20 extra to have a view of the fountain. There you go. And we have the indoor pool and it is um pet friendly. Oh. So Junie can come and Junie they give you a little dog bed and house made dog treats, Brooke. You tell those people to keep their hands <sighs> off Junie. I don't like she's mine. She's ours. Yes. I don't want anyone else to We're fall in love her with her, in her but her they're going to fall in love with her gonna, in her buffalo plaid. They're going to I'm going to put her in her outfit <laughs> and um they give them like a little dog bowl and Aww. everything. It's going to be adorable. And then that night we are going to Fogo de Chao, mm-hmm. which is a Brazilian steakhouse that we absolutely love and Isabel loves. So we're like doing it up. And I'm excited because I do this thing in my business called Profit First, mm-hmm. which is whenever I pay myself, I always put 5% of my revenue for that month in a profit bucket. Mm -hmm. And then every quarter you pay yourself half of whatever's in that account. Mm. So I'm basically going to do, and they say like, use that for something really fun. So I'm going to take that profit payout this month and I'm going to get it in cash. Nice. And I'm going to be rolling around Philadelphia, (laughs) doling out cash. Yep. Like, we're just going to pay for our dinner in cash. I'm going to feel like a rapper. <laughs> You're just going to lay down hundreds and be like, yes. give me your best meat. Yeah, <laughs> like the person that gives me the house made treats for Junie. They're getting like a cool mm-hmm. five. Awesome. <laughs> a cool five. <laughs> this crisp five is for you. So that is an example of just scheduling something. Like, I'm just super, super, super looking yeah. forward to this. That'll be so fun. Yeah. I love it. 
We, um, yeah, I mean, so I have pre-scheduled a few holiday fun things. Um, taking the kids to see Elf Jr. at the Media Theater, which you know Aww. we love. And we also, every year, um, my mom takes us to the Brandywine River Museum to see the train display, which Ooh, the kids love. So we added that to um, our activities for the week that the kids are off of school, holiday-wise. Um, but then, like, last night, so here's, this was a good um like, this is a super busy time, you know, hectic with work, hectic with life and family. So last night, um, one of Paige's classmates' parents works for the Flyers and gave every kid in the class a couple of f- tickets to last night's Flyers oh my game, gosh. which was so generous. So Nick and Paige had this wonderful little date to the Flyers game. He sent me a video of her oh. walking into – I mean, she was just – she could not stop skipping. She was so excited. <laughs> and normally, you know, I like I love when I have the opportunity to have one-on-one time with each of my kids because it's not always that common. But I made sure to turn it into a really special night for me and Graham. Yeah. So whereas it could have just been us hanging around at home and still having that connection time, I actually made it into an excuse for an actual dinner date. Mm-hmm. So he and I went to a real restaurant. I think this was Graham's first time ever in a restaurant without a kid's menu. Like they didn't <laughs> even have an option. Right. So I took him to La Catrina and Media mm. and we got some authentic Mexican food. And it was just so nice. And I was, you know, it didn't take a ton of time to schedule it. It was, yeah. it just so happened that we had a night we to ourselves. See, we were spontaneous. See, that's the thing. Like, don't forget to have fun. Right. But I think it could have so easily just been another night at home, right. him playing while I caught up on shipping orders. No, like we were going to take that yes. little bit of time. So I set that time aside for some fun and connection. Then we came home and watched Rookie of the Year, which he had never seen from 1993. Have I ever seen that? I mean, I had, but it was so long ago. It's with the one guy who then several years later was in American Pie, which it was very like uh-huh. relevant to our age yes, group American generation. Pie, definitely, yes. So it was adorable. And we had so much fun. We snuggled on the couch. And I was just like, I'm so glad that I took this opportunity, this little window of time that could have just been a regular right. old night and turned it into something fun. Yes. Yeah. I it was really that. nice. I yeah. love that. Because it reminds me of this whole concept of special time where they say, you know, you do have to feed the kids meters. Absolutely. You know, and they talk about needing to do that every day, depending on their age, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes. But you fed the emotional meter like for two hours, mm-hmm. you know. But I think with Isabel, um, this concept of playful parenting, and there's a book called Playful Parenting, was something that really resonated with me because she really does need every day from me just goofy, goofy time, whether it's like, we'll play Junie in the middle where we throw her toy and Junie has to try to catch it. And it's it's like, check so many boxes because Junie's getting her exercise. And and I find that we're like belly laughing. Yeah. It's like, how can you have a belly laugh a day? Mm -hmm. Or we'll do something really silly. Like she likes to play the floor is lava or this silly game where every time I lift up a blanket, she does a different face Mm -hmm. or even last night I was trying to get her to take a shower. So I was pushing like all these spots on her 
body saying like, is this your take a shower button? Is this your take a shower button? Cute. All that kind of stuff. Yeah. That's just fun. So instead of me being like, Isabel, you have to take a shower. How can I make it fun? Yeah. You know, and obviously less... you can't make everything fun. Well, no, but it also just, it, it makes parenting a lot easier. Sometimes if you can take a step back and be like, how can I make this silly and fun so they won't whine about having to take a shower or, you know, they won't fade back. And, and it's just like, oh, it's actually, it makes every part of that experience more joyful. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because it, I, I think it does the whole laughter and all that, you know, I've butchered enough science today, Brooke, so I'm not going down <laughs> that road. Let's but, talk about the science <laughs> of laughter. And but fun. there is, yeah. you know, there's like the dopamine and oh, the, totally. you know, all of that kind of stuff. It reduces cortisol and all that kind of stuff. So it's like, we need it. It's, yeah. a, it's an opportunity to recharge. Yeah. That's so I used to, I mean, I know I've talked a little bit about, um, I forget, on a recent episode, I talked about a an entrepreneur who used to schedule like every Wednesday at four o'clock, like she had something fun scheduled. And so while I don't necessarily do that, I think it's also important to schedule solo fun, especially if you're an introvert like we are. Mm. Um, and something I used to do, I probably did it like once a quarter or at least twice a year. And I haven't done it since COVID, but 2023 is going to be my, be my year that I get back okay. into this. All right. Once a quarter, I would go to the movies by myself yes. during the workday, which felt like such an indulgence. Mm -hmm. But I would just pick a day or a time of year that is per feels particularly cool and quiet so mm -hmm. I could take two hours mm -hmm. to be in a movie without, you know, looking mm -hmm. at my computer. And I go to the dine-in theater at Painter's oh, Crossing oh. out here in, I guess it's, is that Chester County? I don't, I don't know. I think that is, that's like yeah. right along the border yeah. kind of of Delco and Chester County. And I get myself some chicken fingers. <sighs> I feel so relaxed. And a glass of wine. Wow. And I watch a movie Are by you myself. Midday? Mid midday. Yes. Or you can go to like chicken the fingers first, and wine. That's an know, interesting pairing. Um, you know, I would have chosen a beer with I'm that, but, you know. Of, oh, no, no. no. Okay. I mean, right. cheap wine, you know, okay. <laughs> or whatever, whatever <laughs> fruity drink they have to entice me. But, like, it's just – it sounds so ridiculous, but that can, like, make me feel joyful for a solid three weeks afterwards. Like, I did that for myself. I scheduled it. I went out of my way to do this during a time when I, quote, unquote, should be working. You know, it's one of the benefits of working for yourself. Sometimes you can let yourself take that time. Yeah. So, so I think that's important to remember that scheduling that fun doesn't always have to be with other people. Mm -hmm. It can be by yourself yeah. if that's something you need to feed your own meter. And then another really low stakes way that I love to schedule fun or connection time is coffee dates. You know, yes. I'm a big fan of just like a lot of times after the school drop off in the morning, I'll meet a friend for coffee at 8.45. Yeah. We're both back home by what, 9.45, 10. Right. I'm still getting the bulk of my workday in. I haven't done this very much in the last few months because, again, busy season. But in January, maybe I'll restart that again. Yes. Try to at least once a month meet up with a different friend. Yeah. It's been a great way to cultivate new friendships. It's been a great way to connect with other friends who either are working part-time or they have somewhat of a flexible job. You know, it's just... Which I think a lot of people do now. You know, they're not going necessarily running into the office every day. They might be in a hybrid schedule. Yeah. And yeah, people are a lot more flexible these days. True. And it's, it's I think, 
allowed um, a little bit of freedom to do that. So like scheduling fun and scheduling that connection time can be so low stakes. Yes. Yeah. I know. But the reward is worth it. Yes. I love that. I want to circle back to that movie thing for a second because one of the only movies that I've ever seen by myself is A Star is Born. Oh, the most depressing, sad movie. Brooke, the one with Lady Gaga. and They practically had to take me out of that thing on a stretcher. Yeah, why did you do that to yourself? Well, I <laughs> no, I loved it. Yeah. I loved being able to just mm-hmm. become like an oozing sponge mm-hmm. during this movie and mm-hmm. just completely lose my mind. I don't know why, but I've seen that movie like three or four times. I'm oh. obsessed with it. Oh, wow. I mean, it's really good. And Lady Gaga is so talented and... Um, Bradley Cooper, love him, local hometown boy there, but that's, that's not, I, that's not one that I would watch. You're looking for something a little bit more lighthearted when you go by yourself. Oh, the other thing that I was going to say is, because you were talking about wanting to get into this. So the thing that I like about my profit payout is that it's quarterly. So Mm -hmm. it's January 15th, April 15th, whatever, Mm -hmm. September and December. I don't know if I got those right, but anyway, it kind of requires you to be like, okay, I got this little chunk of money. What mm-hmm. am I going to do? So it can be like $30 for my movie and chicken fingers mm-hmm. and wine. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> you know, like that sweater that I've had my eye on and dinner, or, you know, like yeah. it kind of is like a little treat fun. Yeah. So it maybe totally you like and I reward. can have some accountability around those quarterly dates. Like, okay, it. what's the fun thing you're going to do? Oh, that's a good idea. Right? Yeah. Maybe. And we can also make sure to like line it up with our podcast schedule too and, and make sure we're holding our listeners accountable. Yes. Schedule that quarterly fun. fun dates. Treat yourself totally quarterly. type A. I know. <laughs> Here's when you're going to have fun. The 15th of, <laughs> no. But, you know, I mean. If what is ha- the fiscal year of your fun? I mean, <laughs> I, we need an annual report of your fun experiences yes, in 2022. Profit and loss fun reports. Yes. Okay. Let's do All it. All right. I like that. Okay. All right. Well, that was fun. That Let's was take a fun. little break. <laughs> okay. Bye. It's planner season. Listeners, you've heard me talk about the Balance Bound Planner on the podcast. And now is the time to snag your 2023 planner because the new year will be here before you know it. I know it's a scary thought, but it's truly just around the corner. The Balance Bound Planner helps you organize your to-dos, set boundaries, and prioritize self-care so you can better show up for the people and causes that matter to you. Each day in our planners is divided into our four signature sections, work, self, others, and home. So each role you play comes into full focus. You can clearly see at a glance where you're spending your time and where you need to set more boundaries to make more time for yourself. Our dated planners include not one, but two spreads per week. So there's room for everything taking up space in your brain. There are eight gorgeous cover designs to choose from in your choice of wire binding or book binding. I'm a lefty, so I prefer the book binding, which lays open on my desk at all times. If you prefer a daily page layout or an undated format, we've got you covered with our undated daily planner or our best-selling daily planner pad. Plus, we have a ton of other great planner accessories, stationary products, stickers, journals, and more. These products are a true labor of love, and I can't wait for you to see them. Head to balancebound.co to shop the entire collection. That's balancebound.co to explore and shop. 
Okay, we're back. We are back. I promise in this segment that I will not talk about science. Okay. (laughs) I mean, I'm going to hold you to that. (sighs) I'm not going to try to describe some difficult scientific concept in this segment. I can't promise future, but in this segment. I don't know. I enjoy your (laughs) layman's uh, descriptions of what you gauged from science, because I feel like I might read whatever article you found and... I don't know. It sounds sciencey and academic. And well, I think the human body is bonkers. Well, we know how you love like um, life cycles, and yeah, you're very. It's re- very into- yeah. yeah, it's fascinating to yeah. me. But I am curious about whether or not "glom" is a word. I need to Google. That we yeah, we should have doubts. used our break time. I do have my doubts here. I'm going to look it up right now, Amanda. This is uh, in my mind. It's spelled G L O M. Is it a word, Brooke? It's a word. What is the de- what is the definition of this word? I mean, okay. Am I using it correctly? No. <laughs> well, no. I thought he was about to glom my wallet is the... Okay, so steal is the... I, I've never heard of this. I think of it as glom onto. Well, so then it says become stuck or attached oh, yeah, to. Yeah, see, there you go, Brooke. That's exactly the context in which I was using this it. This is from Oxford Languages. Thank Hold you. Hold on. Just give me a second. It's not, I I don't know. Stuck or attached to. Stuck or attached to. Oh, yeah, here we go. go. Merriam-Webster glom to grab hold of, appropriate to oneself. There you go, everybody. That's your challenge for this month. Use glom in a sentence. Wow. In a voicemail to us. I'm impressed. Impressed. I totally thought you made that word up. I kind of did too, but I... You're just so smart that you, like, the word you made up actually was a real word that meant what you thought it meant. Yeah. I went to the archives for that one. Yeah. And I was right. Any hoodle doodle. Impressive. What is sparking joy for you right now? So I've mentioned my new love of coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, and part of one of the things that helped me, like, figure out how I'm going to take my coffee, because I've mentioned before that Nick likes just, like, black coffee. Mm-hmm. So I've always been a little overwhelmed by like, well, what do I add to make it taste the way I want to taste? And you know, I love my caramely, like I like sweet things. Yep. Um, so on a whim, a couple months ago, I had bought the non-dairy oat creamer with brown sugar yep. from Trader Joe's. You know, I love my TJ's. And then you added a little sugar too. It's only so $2. Yeah. Well, yes. When I first started using it, I was also <laughs> adding sugar to it. So perhaps that was too much sugar. But then I scaled it back. Like, yeah, yeah, this yeah, is... Gateway. I. It's my gateway. And so one day, Terry, my business partner, was over. We were packing orders. And she mentioned, because I was like, okay, tell me how you, this was before I ventured away from the lattes into like actual coffee. She drinks hot coffee in the, or like an espresso in the mornings. And then she has her iced coffee. In, like she's got a whole system. She's got a whole thing. And she was, and she's not even someone who goes to Trader Joe's. So I have to ask her how she acquired this. But she okay. said, oh, I got this oat creamer with brown sugar from Trader Joe's. I was like, oh my gosh, I have that in my fridge and I haven't opened it yet because I don't know what to do with it. Yes. And she said she really likes it. So that was when then I, when Nick made a cup, he made a pot of coffee, I sampled a little bit of this creamer in it and I was like, okay, I think this is, mm-hmm, this is my mm-hmm, thing. So mm-hmm. that has now opened doors to some other oat creamers, 
with some flavoring. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. He bought me some at Giant the other day that has like a caramely flavor. Yep, because so, I think he has like silk and Chobani. And they yes. have like, they're called like oatmeal cookie and This is, uh, the brand is, I'll have to look it up. It's like actually oat something is the brand. It's not. Uh, Oatly. Maybe? Uh, no. no, no, no. Not going to. All right. I'll know. find out. Okay. I don't know. I'm sure he just got whatever was like least expensive because he knows that I'm just like in the experimental stage. But yeah, so this non-dairy oat creamer with brown sugar from Trader Joe's, it's low commitment. If you want to give it a try, it's $2 and I just, it's what's spark and joy for me. Yeah. We were talking earlier that there definitely is a transition, even in like coffee shops and stuff away from almond milk and to oat milk. Because yeah. I think oat milk is, this is my theory that it's less expensive. It's less environmentally damaging because yeah. almond milk is apparently takes a lot of resources, particularly in California with water and energy. So I'm seeing, yeah, a big shift to oat yeah. milk. Yeah. And I don't really notice a taste difference. No. Like our- I think oat milk is even creamier. Than yeah. almond milk. Yeah. 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 I don't I don't notice a difference at all in my lattes because actually Wawa did not have the almond milk option this morning for our lattes. So I got us oat milk instead. Right. I didn't notice a difference, did you? No. And mm. I feel like I've been to a couple small coffee shops lately where they don't even say we're out of almond milk. They say we don't have almond milk, we have oat milk. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So it's a little transition to well, something yeah. that's still um delivers in the taste department, but more environmentally friendly. So that's what's sparking joy for me. Amanda, tell me what you're doing to do your future self a favor at the moment. Yes. So what I recommend to everyone to do their future selves a favor is microchip your pet. Because, Brooke... Tell us why, Amanda. We have two cats. They are named Brownie and Ginger. They are Mm -hmm. sisters. Um, And they would go outside occasionally and... Ginger went outside and we couldn't find her one night and we couldn't find her the next day and we couldn't find her the next day. Ginger ended up being missing for six to seven weeks. I mean, we thought she was like, I asked you a few uh times, I was like, is the cat back? You were like, no, I think she's. Yeah. She's passed on perhaps, but. Right. Because we have lots of foxes in this area. Yeah. Fox eye? Foxes? Foxes. 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 Whoever says fox eye. (laughs) Any, you do now. I do. Maybe it's a word, Brooke. Maybe. I, no, it's, it's foxes. <laughs> um, okay. So I'm sitting at my desk one day. Like we did everything. We did the posters. We did the Facebooks. We did, you know, texted the whole neighborhood. Has and she was seen? not microchipped. She was. Oh, she microchipped. was. Oh, but okay. But the right. way a microchip works, it's not like a locator. Yeah. It's just if the cat turns up at a... Um, shelter or whatever, they can scan it to right. see who she belongs to. Okay. So it's not like a locating device. A lot of people actually are putting air tags on their pets now <laughs> to locate them. Yeah. Anywho, I'm sitting at my desk one day, seven weeks later, and I get a text message that says, your pet with ID number, blah, 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 has been found. And we get so many texts, yeah. spams, oh, yeah. that I thought, this isn't real. So I went on to PetLink or whatever, which is the microchip company, and sure enough, <gasps> And then it says, call this number to like figure out where she is. So as I'm calling that number, another number calls through, which is the local SPCA to say, your cat has been brought in. 
um, Ginger, because when you register the microchip, you put in the cat's name, where you live. The cat had been like a half mile from here the oh whole time. Gosh. And I think this family had been feeding it in the backyard. And when it started to get cold, they finally said, okay, let's bring it into the shelter. Aww. So sure enough, it was Ginger. Ugh. I know. And Amazing. she was very skinny and yeah. really skittish and... But we have been fattening her up and she is right back, oh. you know, where she started. But I mean, we had already had the conversations of like, you know, Ginger's probably not coming back. Yeah. And so I was just, I have so much respect for this cat. Like she's been out there in the wild. She has just been living her life. I would have been curled up in and... a fetal position two days later and been like, oh, forget it. <laughs> I'm not mo- continuing on with my life. But she's yeah. a fighter, man. That's amazing. So you had you had texted me and were like, did I tell you the cat came back? But I didn't hear this whole story about yes. that a family actually found her and brought her in. So that's the only thing about the micro. I mean, obviously, it's like technology that's incredible, but you, that you have to get them to a place where they can be Correct. scanned. Where they can be scanned. So, I mean, I don't. I give it another year or two until we actually have locators on all the pets, right. too. Which I, I bet, yeah. I mean, I bet you. I'm sure there's some sort of privacy violation there. Right. But, but that's why animals. people do a lot of air tags. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is So I would say, yeah, and it's super easy to do. So the next time you take your animal in for their shots or whatever, just have them do the microchip. But the thing that you have to make sure that you do is that is when they do get the microchip, you then have to take that extra step of going onto the website and saying, this microchip belongs to right. this, and this is my contact information. Because if you don't do that, then they just scan it. And they're like, okay, this is cat number 98735, but right. we have no idea who she belongs to. Right. So, and what type of fee is it? Is it like an annual fee for the database or something? Or is it just like a one and no, done fee for the chip? No, I think it's a one and done. I mean, they have all these extras that you can pay where like, oh, pay extra and we'll put you in our premium pet finder service or something like that. But I think we're just on the free. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Welcome home. Welcome Ginger. home, Genji Poo. Uh, what? A roller coaster. Yeah. yeah. What a success story, right? Yeah, it really is. So well, that's Amanda, this was for today. This was a joy, as always. Yeah. I'm going to go um, research more words that you've said that we don't think are really words. And Yeah, and I think the general theme for today is just add belly laughs, Brooke. Yeah. We've talked before about just add water. Mm-hmm. Just add belly laughs. Just add belly laughs and a microchip. Belly laughs and a microchip. <laughs> And maybe a little bit of oat creamer. It's all you need in life. And that's all you need. And chicken fingers and wine. That's our next sweatshirt. Chicken fingers and wine, belly laughs, (laughs) oat creamer, and microchips. People are going to be like, so what is this podcast about that you're wearing this merch? I don't understand. We might be the only ones who purchased that, but we'll be in on the joke. I don't know. But yeah, people buy the merch. It's delightful. It's so delightful. I cannot wait for my mug. I know. It's going to be fun. So great. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Good Enough-ish. We will be back each week with new topics, stories, tips, and personal experiences, as well as some good old friendly banter and lots of laughter. Don't forget to find us on Instagram at goodenough.ish. Email us at goodenoughishpodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 484-440-9498 with questions, comments, or ideas for future episodes. Thanks for listening. Bye.